to the first episode of A Place Upon the Podcast with me, Jodie Powell. And me, Jaden Harvey. We are so excited for this week's guest. It is none other than Mia Regan, aka Mimi Mucha on Instagram. She's a social media sensation and a model. We spoke about so many interesting topics. We touched on sustainability, the modeling industry, as well as the online world. We also touched on personal life, such as school and balancing the online world with the real world. Anyway, I think it's about time we get on with the episode. We're joined here today on our first episode with Mia Regan, aka Mimi Mucha. You may know her from her amazing Instagram account with 320,000 followers. You're an 18 year old model originally from Bath and general fashion icon. How are you? How was your week? I know you've been a busy, busy bee. You had some shoots last week. How's everything been? Yeah, it's been great. That was a lovely introduction. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, it's been. <laughs> Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a normal week in online school. Um, nothing much exciting, really. Are we allowed to know who it's for? Is it still secret? Is it under wraps? I actually don't know if I'm allowed to speak about it because I just read the email. It was like, no, no um, pictures and stuff. So maybe not talk about that one. But it was for Bershka. Um, it was just... <laughs> it was uh, it's for Bershka and... I'm like on a contract for them, so this is the like spring look. But yeah, it was just e-commerce and stuff. That's so exciting! Like I can't wait for spring. Literally for me, the minute it gets to January, all I can think about is spring and summer. So that's so exciting. Yeah, the hotter days. I want to ask, where does Mimi Musha or Mucha come from? What what does the name? What's behind the name? Um, well, I was always called Mimi, like Mimi's always been the nickname. I don't know where Mooch came from. I think it's because when I was younger, I used to like Mooch about. So people used to call me like Moocha. <laughs> so then they kind of put the two together. I think like just family, friends always used to call it. And then it kind of just stuck. So yeah, it's a bit of a... I can't change it now. It's it, I've gone too deep. <laughs> yeah, I feel like once you set up your username and then it's been put on a few websites and it's been included in some articles, yeah. it's like permanently stuck with you now. You can never change it again. Yeah, it's stuck with me. It is like the best way to like make a name catch I think like the minute you change your Instagram um Mm. like name like even friends of mine I will always refer to even if it's like some weird name like that's what they're known by yeah yeah it's yeah you kind of refer to them as that as their Instagram handle it's kind of strange yeah yeah and you're very big on Instagram you're very active um and we have obviously become aware of your infamous editing um that has definitely (laughs) became become a sort of form of pandemic if you will um and I, I know you started on word that's how you started editing and you've now moved over to photoshop how did the inspiration for these edits come about um i think i, I studied art a level and i think i wanted to go more digital because everything's going more digital nowadays so i thought digital art it can kind of be like a bit more fun so yeah so the word like i just had no idea about the software nor was i had access to it so I kind of was just I would always take photos just everywhere I went and I'd be like these photos just sat by themselves I need to do something fun with them so yeah but just a lot of influence from artists and just overall interested in creativity really so that's so dope 
It's like such a <laughs> personal style. I feel like anybody would be able to easily recognize like straight away, like, oh, that's definitely like M- Mia Regan's post. And I've seen like a lot of brands have incorporated your work because you've worked with some amazing brands from Balmain all the way to Marc Jacobs. Um, and I see you get to do a lot of creative direction as well on shoots, which is, yeah. which is amazing. That's so, so, so cool. How do you go about like um, allowing, getting them to allow you to have your own creative input on these shoots yeah well that's actually been a really really recent thing so Balmain was before um Christmas time and that was honestly a massive shock to me being able to have that that freedom for creative directing so it I think it kind of comes about I've only got jobs through my Instagram I've noticed so like the whole creative editing thing has really been helpful to me so I think they kind of just saw that as a natural progression which I'm, yeah, which it was actually, I was quite gobsmacked from it, to be honest. And then, yeah. And then from like, yeah, Mark Jake, thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, I think they kind of just want something to be, like brands nowadays want th- things to be more personal. And so, because it's your audience you're targeting and they, if we're doing something out of the blue, your audience will know like, oh, that's not very you, is it? So I think they want it to be as like authentic to yourself as possible yeah definitely you can you can tell straight away can't you like when it's not authentic yeah yeah that yeah your followers definitely know i think for me as well like instagram is saturated with um the same thing there's a lot of similar posts that go out often you can put accounts side by side and you can very much tell the inspirations come from somewhere and i just think in a in a world that is so saturated to be able to then think outside the box and bring something new in I think it's like incredible and the fact that you're 18 and you've got this style like and big brands are listening to you like they are taking it on board they know it works they've seen how like instantaneous literally the movement was like you started doing these edits and it just flew like I think it's really really cool that that has kind of happened for you oh thank you means a lot (laughs) we've um we've given it a name we've called it the Mimi movement on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) that's brilliant (laughs) I love that so you said that um you get most of your jobs through Instagram can I ask which came first was it modeling like you're signed with Storm Models in London which is amazing so which came first was it modeling and then Instagram for me it was modeling first and then the whole Instagram influencer came afterwards once I had like content to post and stuff I then grew a platform but for you was it the same story or was it the other way around because obviously it's different for everybody everybody has their scouting story so how did you start uh, with Storm and how's that going as well um I started about 13 years old I think I got scouted at the Birmingham clothes show yeah so but it's always been kind of I've just been with Storm just getting ready like preparing stuff but I would say mine's opposite to you I kind of had a Instagram platform then started modeling because I've kind of got my jobs from my Instagram and yeah like I said but um yeah I I always always kind of ask like oh what kind of modeling do you want to do and I was like I kind of want to do digital but then I was just thinking about it the other day actually you it's quite recent that you could earn like money from having Instagram yeah. so they kind of always looked at me when I was younger like what are you talking about like you either do runway or editorial yeah. or like like commercial but um no yeah digital I always wanted to do it but not until I had a platform so yeah it's definitely like recent and at least one good thing that's come out of like the pandemic um 
is all this time that we've been able to spend like growing platforms so it is so good yeah so for me like me and Jaden were having this conversation actually and I'd quite like to know your sort of take on it all because obviously Instagram can be so positive for like influencing people obviously um in like clothing and it's great for brands to promote their stuff through people I guess um and it can be such an inspiring place but also um there is this sort of sense that um beyond it the like the role of the influencer are they there just to do the brand deals sell the clothes sell the product um in like a very creative way or do you feel like you have a sort of a greater uh, purpose that you have to like spread awareness on other things i know you're very big on sustainability do you feel that responsibility and do you think you should take that responsibility or do you think you feel the pressure for it but actually that's not really your role like where do you see yourself in the in like the balance of it all i guess yeah that's that's yeah that's a really important question i think if you don't feel personally passionate about it then an influencer shouldn't feel pressured but i have a like a passionate um take on it so um yeah yeah I suppose with the whole BLM movement that was a lot of like that was crazy at the time and I think a lot of people were getting called out on it and that whole cancel culture movement was going on wasn't it but um I think as a I don't know whether to call myself an influencer or not I think Mm -hmm. I do have I do have um a platform that needs to be used and I know like a lot of people feel that way as well but I think with the sustainability and like the voice break <laughs> with the sustainability. Um, <laughs> yes, we got one. We got one. Um, I think it's really important if you have that voice, you do need to exercise it. And I think, but I, but like I was saying, if you're not passionate about it, then don't fake it and don't say some things and not mean it and then don't have the contents to back it up because I feel like uh, a lot of the time I was promoting sustainability but then at the same time I had a conflict between actual like making money from a brand which is fast fashion for example gosh but um and a lot of people were saying but Mia like you're really contradicting yourself you're telling people to shop aware like being aware uh, like ethically and for the environment and I kind of said that's when you have to be like in an influence you kind of have to make your point say yeah. nobody is perfect you really have to be careful about everything you say because you're constantly being watched and recorded what you're saying yeah you're being watched by everybody yeah yeah but um no yeah I, I agree you you do have a responsibility and you kind of have to know that before you go into it but I think with the whole council culture there's a big debate like what extremes you go to I don't really, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but oh uh, yeah. Don't worry. I was gonna say I've been in the same similar situations before as you, where I obviously um, be um, promote like sustainable fashion, but I've been working with brands that aren't the most sustainable fast fashion brands. Like I've done ASOS, for example, um, and people have said the same thing to me. I've received the same comments, um, and it is hard, especially when you're just starting, because not everybody has the power to say no. Like I'm not in the most comfortable position to decline jobs when you're you know I'm not sure a lot of people understand but with modeling like it's not like you're getting regular work every single day of the week like it is it can be quite sparse yeah exactly people still have to make a living exactly so like if I'm getting offered a job it can be like sometimes rare especially when it's a big brand you want to start a relationship with them in order to get paid I've been in that same position before where it is like a bit of a it's such a conflict yeah yeah that's what we were talking about before is 
in when you have a platform it's like you you want to say things but then you don't want to contradict yourself yeah i think Um. the i think the most important thing you can do is educate yourself and educate your followers about the about the consequences of fast fashion and it's just knowledge is the most important thing so you can go about it in a in a way where you won't get um criticized but yeah i did post a thing and someone said you're literally sponsored by blah 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 i was like first of all i'm not sponsored (laughs) you kind of just i think like but an educated and kind of like killing with kindness kind of response back but you just got to get your facts right and it's just yeah knowledge is definitely key yeah i think it's also like in being um in being not perfect in the sense of you are working with Bershka and you are... Sorry, I'm not calling you not perfect. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you are working with Bershka. You are not perfect. <laughs> I, I didn't mean you, sorry. I meant influencers as a yeah. whole, but using you as an example. With Bershka and then, but also shopping sustainably. I think that makes it more relatable because I think a lot of the problem with um, sort of extremist sustainability movements is that it's not always it's not always how people can live veganism is great but it's also expensive sustainable clothing is great but it's also expensive so it's kind of like it's allowing people to you're informing them as you should and then make their own choices based around it and then also showing them that yes I'm also a human and I I do shop both ways but I'm I'm conscious of what I'm doing and I think you can shop fast fashion but consciously i know trini woodall she's um kind of an older generation figure but she um speaks a lot about like she does a lot of work with zara clothing and she speaks a lot about shopping um fast fashion but also treasuring those pieces of clothing and and helping to make them last in order to keep them sustainably with you rather than i know obviously it's it's a greater issue in terms of like the way they're made and things like that but doing your bit if you will um and I think the fact that you're so honest about um having this sort of battle I think I think it's like a really important thing to show people that um we're all kind of the same <laughs> at the end of the day yeah there's also that um like argument but if like if you're from a low income or you you don't have the money to shop like nobody's gonna spend x amount on something sustainable like you have to think of people's situations and I also think if you are working with a brand who doesn't advocate for sustainability or practice sustainability then you have that power to communicate with them and be like look why aren't you doing this like packaging so I think it's important to be in that position to communicate with them and you can also ask them questions and find out more which I've actually done for some brands but um how do you feel um how do you feel uh, like received do you feel do you feel listened to like i don't know if you've actually like raised the point obviously these are huge corporations yeah. but like h&m mm. has like a sustainability range like do you feel like you have power in in voicing that maybe brands should be more sustainable like as a whole yeah i'm i i'm in a lucky position where i can ask those questions and i have raised those questions and I kind of go it goes through the agent and then the agent asks the client and then the client responds and um I do feel like they listen because the whole kind of the whole ethos of social media at the moment is really pushing for sustainability and I think you kind of are looking bad if you're not making that an, a, that topic aware so I do feel listened but it's it's it goes back to that whole business like massive corporate entities just it's a massive money powerhouse which 
it's it's hard to battle with that. It can be really, really scary. Yeah, yeah, it? definitely. There's a lot of things that go on like behind the scenes that maybe your like our followers don't know or like people who just think about you um don't know because obviously we there's a lot of things that we can do behind the scenes like you said like speaking with these brands speaking with agents asking them to push you for more sustainable things and i've definitely turned down jobs before as well because they have been with people that i don't want to endorse myself because at the end of the day like we are basically walking advertisements like we're we are all like everyone is like walking advertisements and especially when you're like the face of a company or the face of a brand there's been times where I've like turned down opportunities so there is a lot of things that can go on behind the scenes that people might not even realize and it can be frustrating kind I can imagine it can be frustrating when you're getting like constant like messages and things like that um but it's amazing that you do that and well done as well because it can be so important and at the end of the day you have what like 320,000 followers all it takes is one post and you could you could crush someone <laughs> like that like even if, if you wanted to you could that's the power of social yeah. media it is a very powerful powerful tool yeah, for sure um and it's great that we can use it for those things yeah definitely um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of different ways as well to go about um sustainable shopping i know you do a lot of stuff with um shopping on like on depop and things um which is great yeah i've got a call with um sorry i got a call with zuku i think that's how you pronounce it so that's kind of like um i don't know if you've listened to the daughter the hoarder um she does a podcast with zuku and they're kind of like an up-and-coming depop like figure but they they really really push for sustainability so they're like a really yeah. good new um they they're making it into an app soon i think but watch out for them i think it's going to be a good Oh, amazing. We'll Thank keep you. our eyes peeled for sure. I think it's so lovely that um, you take the time to sort of promote smaller Depop people and just like spread awareness. Because I find personally, like with Depop, it's so hard to discover new people. Yeah. I don't know yeah, why I, I find it so hard, but like unless someone's tagged them on Instagram or something, like I find it really hard just through their explore page. It just doesn't bring up many things. Yeah. However, um, me and Jaden, we were, well, I personally came across this like dilemma. We called it the Depop dilemma um, <laughs> the other day. And I'd love to know your take on it. I was talking to Jay about it. And um, mm. there's this whole thing of Depop is very sustainable. Like often the clothes are bought in markets and um, in charity shops and things like that. But they the markup of the product is huge they may buy it for two pounds they may sell it for 40 for instance yeah. not everyone but some people and um there's also this problem with charity shops are there obviously to support a charity but also people that are maybe lower earners or less fortunate to be able to buy clothes from charity shops it's great you can get like good quality products for an affordable price and this whole problem of people buying like um children's t-shirts for like three pounds in a charity shop and then selling it for 40 when a child child whose parent may not have been able to afford a, a like a new product has then like missed out on that opportunity for that t-shirt um yeah I just wondered if you like had any comments on that dilemma yeah I suppose it's it's a really tough thing because but then again I suppose these I don't I don't really know it's a really tough one and like, yeah, it's hard. yeah it is, isn't it? It's kind of a thing that's kind of about. Me and Jody had different opinions about it as well. Yeah, what what's your opinion? So, well, I think it I think it can be great. Like, um, that obviously, like everyone 
is like starting their own businesses and stuff it can be a great tool and also not everyone is doing these like huge markup prices it can be like a great tool like to put out like vintage pieces and your own items to resell them it can be really great i think some people like just um they take it they're a bit like selfish they with take it, the mick a bit yeah they yeah. do take the mick and it can be it can be like really gross and it's like hard to avoid yeah. that I think, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I, but I think people kind of also know when they're taking the mick and people call people out a lot, which I've noticed. But it's when what's really unethical is when people buy it off AliExpress and then sell it on. That is terrible. Like, that, that's just a big no-no. I think morally you need to have a chat with yourself with that. But, um, yeah, no, I think people are aware of it, though. I've seen a lot of influence kind of being influencers saying, like, why are you selling like selling a brown North Face puffer for six hundred quid or something? Is yeah, I think that is the problem. Depop has kind of come a bit cluttered with that kind of stuff and like old old clothes that are really not going to sell. It's kind of come a bit cluttered, but um, yeah, it's a really hard thing. And I but I think the problem lies yeah. with the seller. So I don't know. Maybe we should be just like putting a little bit more pressure on those people it, to make sure that it's not. Because yeah. I remember Depop used to be so different as well. Like, it used to just be, like, only, like, people's mm. old shoes and old yeah. things. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy how, like, things change and, like, trends Trending definitely influence, like... Yeah, trends influence the, like, the fashion world. Like, the fashion world is literally based off of trends. Yeah, like, uh, a designer will put out a collection and then a year later it will be available. But then in three months, like, they'll have a new thing out. And then it's just, like... I think things definitely need to slow down a lot more. Um, And it's just like the whole like trend thing, like one minute it'll be brown clothes and then the next minute it's like colorful clothes, like things change so much. I think, yeah, like it just just changes every week. Like people definitely need to stop hopping on these bandwagons so quick, I think. Yeah, that's another big debate. Yeah, I think also Depop in itself like is slightly the issue as well in terms of the company because I think like I've never actually sold anything but my my housemates sell things on Depop and I think they've upped like the the percentage that they take of the money you earn and so I think like this is a company that's obviously making a lot of money and in and doing that like prices are just like skyrocketing as well as obviously people doing it for more profit but i think maybe that percentage might have changed like the culture of the app which is a shame because like it didn't need to be that way yeah literally um i wanted to go back a little bit um and talk about the influence i think again um considering we're talking about like obviously a lot of people um nowadays it's a lot more accessible people to be an influencer like anybody can create a free instagram account um i'm not sure if i would call myself an influencer what do you feel do you think like you call yourself i feel like i'm just like a creator yeah yeah no it's a bit of a night influence got a bit of a stigma around it kind of that exactly um yeah i don't yeah i'm not gonna say (laughs) it's like the feminist movement do you remember when like no one would call themselves a feminist because it had like such a negative yeah it's yeah. so bad that these words like gain such like bad press. But yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think there's a good re- like I think there's good reasons as well that like these words like influencer, for example, has like bad stigmas because a lot of people let down the community um, quite a bit because I feel people join join Instagram or TikTok or any of the social media platforms as like 
you know, so many, like you could be on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter for the wrong intentions. Um, yeah. Like a lot of people join and then they'll just take any brand deal and they'll promote anything. Um, like Jody, help me out. Like we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? We were talking about influencer and like, if it's some people are joining for the wrong reasons and some people are doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, it can be damaging when it's all money driven and there's no mm. um, sort of m- mor- moral sense or passion behind something. Like, I don't know, like, I remember Kim Kardashian was promoting some sort of dietary supplement that like made yeah, you lose exactly. weight. Oh, I remember. I watched a documentary about that. It's really interesting. Oh, really? What's it yeah. called? Oh, my mum's there. Mum, what was that documentary <laughs> on BBC about, like, celebrities? Hey, mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Helen. <laughs> it was... Basically, it kind of just touched okay, sure. on the whole Kardashian celebrity <laughs> entity yeah. thing. And they said, um, I think, so, like, one of the when Kardashians it... said, I would promote adult diapers if it came to it. Yeah. Like, they would literally promote anything yeah. for money. But, yeah, that ha- that caused a lot of... A lot of like actual health yeah. issues. Yeah, it, it's dangerous. Yeah. Like it's people not... have like yeah. so much power without even realizing it. Like in one yeah. post or one tweet. Like because being an influencer, there's obviously so many different types. You know, for us, like I know for both me and you, um, we mostly do like fashion-based content creation. But it gets to a point where you're also influencing people's thoughts and opinions about political things about health about life in general like it can be like really really scary but and also their own Mm. their own perceptions of themselves like people might look at some like kim kardashian and think oh i need those curves and so we'll go and get surgery like it's a very powerful position to be in and i think I think it, it, I think people need to be aware of that power and not just think, oh, I'm gonna get free things if I do this. This is what I want to be. Like, it's. I think it's. I think it's nice when people like authentically create a following. I was gonna say, I when I'm myself. So, for example, I went like I broke out really badly mm. and I posted a picture and I was like, this is the reality. Yeah. And I got I got really really positive feedback. Like, obviously, there's a stuff like song out your face <laughs> you're always gonna get that you're always gonna get that odd on every single post comment, that you but... post like about it could be about anything like that will always happen won't it really yeah yeah, yeah. But i suppose that's that's another topic you have to be mentally very strong to do yeah. this and get all this criticism and but um yeah people yeah people like it when you're authentic and you're yourself how are you finding it like having yeah um, for sure having like a platform and having like views because obviously there's no rule book and there's no like there is nowhere that you can go and sign up and how to deal with having the pressure of like having all these people like do you take time out um from your phone or is there anything like or even any tips to anyone who's like listening who maybe thinks like oh i think i could go down this route like how do you find that um yeah i think you just have to stay true to yourself i i've played competitive sport for a lot of my life and that's I think that's really helped me to be mentally strong but I also just think I keep getting videos on TikTok actually of like how to be yourself and don't care what anyone thinks and I think it's actually there's some really good advice in there but I think I think you just got to be yourself be true to yourself and if people are criticizing you there's something wrong with that person it's it's always 
um, an insecurity of someone else's. So I think it's just being kind to others and just do what you do and try your hardest at it, I think. It's motivational speech here. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think... Great. Sorry, I was going to say everyone... Ever, so there's going to always be a group of people or someone that doesn't like you and I think just accepting that is important yeah for sure that's literally what I was going to say it's like someone's always gonna have an opinion about what you do so you may as well do something yeah. that you you believe in because then you know that like you're staying true to yourself yeah. but they might have a they might have a, a reason they, they actually might be correct sometimes so I think learning off other people is important yeah, for sure so yeah and being open-minded yeah that's actually like really important to be open-minded to the criticism like you do have to take a little bit of it sometimes because you know you can only ignore like something for a certain amount of time before you think oh maybe they actually are making a valid point like you have to listen to your audience yeah. as much as obviously you want to ignore like those negative things but if it's becoming like a, a pattern you should obviously be yeah, open-minded to being wrong sometimes and taking the criticism um but it's a weird thing isn't yeah. it it's like it's just like this never happened before like i feel like in the last year like it's blown up more than ever like you're making more money online sometimes than you were in like the traditional modeling life like it has completely changed and it's kind of up to people like you and I and other younger influencers to set the standard and like the level of respect you have for yourself and for your audience because people just copy everything they see online and if you're being untrue to yourself you're not being an honest person people will just follow suit you have to break down those um those like old traditions that were in place before us of completely airbrushing everything and faking this perfect life like yeah. uh, it's much more fun to look at oh, sorry, sorry. it's much more fun to look at the realistic <laughs> don't worry don't worry that's all right um it's just like so... much more fun to look at a realistic life and um to look at real life things online it's like a lot more enjoyable to to view. I saw a video going back to TikTok again, because that rules my life in lockdown. Um, that it was saying, yeah, it was saying that TikTok is actually a good platform because it kind of romanticizes um like a boring life, like your life in lockdown. Whereas sometimes on Instagram you can kind of get lost. Someone's in like a paradise beach, and yeah. you're like, oh, I wish I was there. But then you kind of see these videos of people living their day to day lives, and it's quite relatable and quite like original yeah you can literally romanticize anything at all like making your coffee in the morning like could just be like a whole video yeah <laughs> do you think like um instagram is like dying a little bit yeah I, I thought you were gonna ask this i hope it's not because i think it's yeah me too <laughs> yeah because yeah i cut tiktok and instagram are very different in a way although there's the reels and stuff i really like the reels feature on instagram i think it's really good but um it's like the the algorithm on TikTok is down and it's and it's mm. cat and it's addictive and you scroll for hours and hours and it is a it is a massive massive platform which is going to just keep on growing so I don't know and someone has also said that Instagram has become quite money hungry like with the whole shopping basket feature and people don't like that so I don't know unless they start changing and kind of but I hope I hope it doesn't it's a good yeah. yeah i heard that apparently um 
Instagram was going to remove the feature where you can like share that you'd posted or something because people were getting too much money from it or something. I can't really remember. Oh, really? But I thought where that was share interesting. share your post on your story. Yeah, yeah. like I, did, oh. I, I just made a post. Whatever, but it might be a rumour, but yeah, I saw something about that. I feel like, yeah, Instagram has just become... I mean, I'm not huge on Instagram myself, but... Um, yeah. Like, as in, I'll scroll through it, but I've not got yeah. many followers. But um, Yeah, but you have the consumer view and, like, the view of, like, of anyone using it, like a user. Like, you still have that view and the opinion of, exactly. like... Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think, for me, it's just, like, it. it's such a... It's, I'm in such a double mind. Like, I find it, in some ways, damaging in the sense of a lot of my life is wasted scrolling through things that make me feel sad <laughs> and um, will put me down or relate. make me question myself yeah but then on the other hand I find it so inspiring and um, a lot of my creativity and ideas and inspiration and motivation comes from it and so I think dealing with something that has such duality I think it's just quite mind-boggling to know how to really sort of like live with it in like a in a good way rather than this sort of con- it's like yo-yo dieting but like with instagram basically <laughs> it's difficult <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um also like you're so you're so young still and um you have such a strong sense of self i wondered if you had any sort of advice for young girls that struggle with that or are struggling to sort of find their identity and how you became mia regan and how you can share that with the world because I feel like you really need to know yourself to be able to share it yeah well I think it's kind of like the way of life that you grow up and you learn different things and you have different experiences which can change you dramatically and obviously during this time it's really not great for people to not go out and experience life but at the same time it's a good way to sit back and kind of like reflect but um I think yeah like I said just being yourself, like comparing people is just a waste of time. Like comparing yourself to people is just a waste of time. Just finding like your own little niche, your own little thing and like being unique and just appreciating people, appreciating people's, I mean, there's a bit like appreciating people's cultures, appreciating. I think you also learn a lot from school and like- Their differences. Yeah, like your subjects you study. Like I, I think learning is such an important thing and people should, really respect it more obviously the school system is a bit old-fashioned still but it's just yeah it's just the way of life like you you learn and you grow but I think it's just important to self-love and I think that's more accepted nowadays to love yourself isn't it like you go like oh I like you today (laughs) yeah there's definitely a hype around it and yeah definitely yeah supporting other people and being like yeah like on the days where you do yeah. feel good, say, yeah, I feel good. Like, fuck it, I feel good. Yeah, the, act of, the one act of kindness, like, not one. Just one a day, that's all you need, really. Um, Just one. <laughs> so obviously, you're, you're still in school as well. I think I saw on your Instagram, you study history, PE and art, is that right? Yeah. Do you feel like um, Mia Regan in school like is very, very different from Mimi Musha? online like do you feel like they're like completely separate lives or do they ever get mixed up or modeled up and because i i know like as soon as you start growing a platform there's like so many new experiences that start coming like did like friends turn to fans or did fans turn to friends like um do they are they completely separate lives do they ever like crossover at any point like do you find it like hard to balance because it's really weird you're sounding it's like you're weird... hannah montana yeah you're basically <laughs> hannah montana <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I haven't really found that much of it. I go to an all-girls, tiny little school, so I've kind of known these girls for years, so nothing like that has changed, luckily. Um, I think my art teachers kind of want to know more about it because it's it's kind of like fun and fascinating for them so I kind of can speak to them about it about like photography and creativity and stuff history a bit different <laughs> is quite but I quite like <laughs> yeah. that because it's kind of like you're I don't know it you kind of like you're grounding yourself and I kind of get indulged in I don't know I sound like an absolute lord but I love history and um <laughs> PE, like, that's I, cool. Like, tell us about it, because like, I literally know nothing about history, really. Oh yeah, oh, there's a, there's a lot to know. Like it was never like something I studied or anything. So if you want to, if you want to nerd about it, go ahead. <laughs> you you know, know what though? If you um listen to podcasts, I'll recommend some really good podcasts. And is it, but it, history doesn't have to be boring. Like I listened to one about Notting Hill Carnival and like kind of like the culture behind that, mm. and that's really interesting. And then. Like, yeah, a lot of, like, the black history and the culture is so fascinating. And there's a debate as well, like, you need to learn more about that in school, which we do a lot at school. But I've kind of got, like, three parts of life with PE and, like, my sport, which has always been dominating throughout my whole life. And then that art... art, (laughs) (laughs) art, That art, creativity, and then that history, that more academic... So I'm, I've got, I'm lucky I've got quite a good balance, but um, yeah. yeah, it's kind it's of nice strange. It's nice to have like different things as well to like take out away from the stuff. You like, you always want to get away from the online world. It can just like suck you in so much. Like it's nice that you've got those like separate places to put your mind um, and focus on other things. I bet your art yeah. teacher's so like excited that their student is creative directing for such big brands. <laughs> yeah, I bet, already, I bet they tell all their friends over dinner that you know, <laughs> they're responsible for this movie. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, I love art, love art teachers, they're the best. They are crazy, <laughs> but they're so much fun. Oh, I love them, yeah. Would you ever... Would you ever incorporate like those other aspects into your life, into the into your online world, like uh, maybe more I don't know, maybe more sport things online or like history? Like, do you have any plans for the future or even this year of like things that you would like to do? Maybe that maybe your followers can look forward to. Yeah, I've always wanted to, but I've kind of always been a bit weird. Like, I want my aesthetic. Like, I'm I'm that person that likes those colors to be next to them. Yeah. And then, but um, so like posting a picture of me in, in a dark sports hall looking all sweaty, in my <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just is it. But um, yeah, I would like to do more. Maybe more like IGTVs about it because people like to see about your life. Or I was gonna start YouTube after um i finished a levels because there's no no time to do that now i would because i was gonna go traveling so i was gonna do a bit of youtube and then i could incorporate more of that into my um platform but um at the moment kind of just doing stories and then telling people like what i've i did a igtv in um the first lockdown and then kind of showed what i did in the day and stuff but maybe tiktok's a good way to promote that more yeah TikTok is great because it's it gives creators so much space to explore like different things. Like I feel like Instagram is it's like one thing only. Like I feel like everyone is known for one thing. Whereas like TikTok, um, there's like space to do anything. Like you can make a different video every day. So like definitely like um, TikTok seems the place to be able to um, what's the word like put all of your all of your things and 
out if you want yeah, to, you like, really to just yourself. get them all out. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. My sister, she's so funny. She's like obsessed with TikTok and every time she sees a new trend, she does it. I find it hilarious. Like she'll be like <laughs> in the kitchen making weird food things that she's found or like tie dyeing with bleach. Like bless her, she's the messiest person on the planet. But I think it's so, it's so fun how like instantaneous it is. Like people will see it yeah. and they'll recreate it. And that's like a, almost like a new skill you've learned just from... A, a minute video a minute long video and i think it's very educational yeah isn't it? for sure yeah, i've actually learned loads <laughs> so much cooking cleaning everything <laughs> yeah. it's really scary actually like ones. how much you can learn from that compared to like other ways of learning yeah it is actually it's a very powerful pl- platform yeah very definitely. powerful tool so where do we go now with you like what like what are the plans for the future are you going to go to uni do you want to just continue with your career as it is? Like, what what are the plans? What are the goals? Well, I, I feel bad for everyone who went to uni last year. It's, they just didn't really mm-hmm. get the experience, did they? And mm-hmm. I, I kind of am worried that it's going to be the same this year. So I'm holding off until things are more calmed down. And then I also, I don't have a specific degree that I want to go into. So I think it'd just be a waste of money doing anything. So once I've kind of like, Built up maybe like I'm doing a gap year, so some traveling, like doing some more jobs here and there, having the more freedom to do more jobs, yeah. And then maybe like work experience, or if I need a degree for that certain thing, then I'll definitely go to uni. But, um, yeah, I kind of just kind of go with the flow, really. It, I mean, it's uncertain times as it is, so yeah, for sure. I'd be interested what career, like in terms of I feel like it's hard to ask someone like you because me and Jaden were saying like in London it's such a thing like people are just creatives and they turn their hand to so many things it might be styling they might be stylists models and creative directors but like what would be Mm -hmm. your dream sort of end goal post school like as a job um I love art direction I think that's a really cool job um yeah I kind of like graphic design like layouts of magazines kind of interested in that kind of world yeah but um I don't know just see see where life goes just really. wait and see yeah. I say every I say the same to everyone like honestly just wait there's there you don't have to make the decisions yeah now. there shouldn't like, be a pressure it, no no that, oh, I feel like school puts so much pressure on people like you you have to pick your GCSEs even earlier now when you're doing oh, a really? levels they determine your yeah I think like the year that I left school um it was like they they moved it a year earlier so now you have to pick GCSEs even earlier and then that then determines your a levels which then determines your uni there's honestly yeah. no pressure at all and there's no rush. Sometimes do I do love. feel like I can hear, a, I feel like I can hear a, uh, a clock ticking in the back. Like <laughs> yeah. I can feel like my time is running out. I'm literally only 19 and I feel like I'm running out of time already because you see so much greatness and I'm like, what? Billie yeah. Eilish, like she's literally like got five Grammys. Where, why don't I have five <laughs> Grammys? She's 19. Why, what's, what am I doing it's wrong with my life? But, um, yeah. yeah, there's just wait and see honestly i would say like take as many gap years as you want you can go to uni when you're 30 if you want like yeah yeah. it doesn't matter i'm a bit of a sucker for that um, like feeling like my time is running out i'm constantly saying like i've not achieved enough for my age blah 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 but um yeah that's yeah that's a social pressure isn't it for sure it needs to be lowered especially for our generation but then i feel like mum you always say you feel sorry for our generation like having the pressure we have put mum on the podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) Hey. She's got a lot of insight. <laughs> hey. She's got, the, she's got the Crocs on. Wow. Yes. <laughs> what colour are they? They're, they're black and fluffy. They're mine. Ooh. Right, so that's a new trend now. Cr- yeah. Black and fluffy Crocs. <laughs> <Can't see laughs> Mia, Mia, Mia Regan's mum is wearing it. Now everyone <laughs> has to do it. 
yeah yeah no there is such a pressure but yeah it shouldn't be a thing but there, but like you said there are so many people so young now achieving that it's hard to not feel that way I mean you're already doing you're already doing amazing as it is so like yeah, thank you. I want to be you <laughs> like you're already doing great and like also, you don't even have to worry in the grand scheme of things that is that is a minority it may seem like a lot of people because yeah. of what we're shown compared to like the actual population um so anyone that is listening and feels like there's a clock ticking in your head it's not true it's a social construct and just put it in the bin i need to take that advice as well (laughs) i like that advice so um do you have any advice in terms of not advice sorry do you have like any sort of inspirational mantra or quote that you would live by and that you would share with people or that like gets you through dark days just to sort of like wrap up you can think about it if you want that was a bit Jaden didn't even know I was going to ask that question so it's been a spanner in the works (laughs) mum what's your motivational mantra you know what that is (laughs) that was a no ask mum ask mum what advice like she gives to you like what do you you hear from your mum a lot yeah um I just think work as hard as you can. As in, like, it's that kind of like work hard, play hard. But no, that's not, that's not a good one. <laughs> I just think... Yeah. <laughs> what you put in is what you get out. Yeah, what you put yeah, in is what you sure. get out. That's a good one, Mum. I think it's... Yeah, that you need to have... But you also need to have that balance of, like, self-reflection and and... relaxation but that like working I think working hard and smart I think it will just get you places and people will recognize that yeah I think with um social media as well it's often easy to fall into the thought process of like oh they just got lucky oh it was just an overnight success but there's a lot of hard work that goes into everything and people will say oh that's not a real job like what are they even doing but there is a lot of thought that goes into it and yeah I think yeah and pe- like just respecting people respect is such a such a such an important thing and just being polite respectful and working hard yeah every day before i used to go to school my dad used to tell me he used to say work hard play hard and then observe the masses and do the opposite and he was like that that will get you through life i like that yeah thank you so much for joining us it's been a pleasure to speak to you and for your time i know you're such a busy bee oh thank you yeah oh yeah monday evening (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah in lockdown Uh, thank you for having me on thank you so much it's been amazing um we'll hopefully speak to you yeah we'll hopefully speak to you again soon maybe we'll have a catch up later on in the year and see how things are going possibly um, but good luck with everything. Thank you. Uh, you it's, too. A, it's a pleasure watching you grow online and all oh, the amazing stuff yeah. you create. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you for spreading like great messages like sustainability. Cool. I feel like younger generations, we we need to be that voice of like spreading that message in a non sort of like dictatorship way. But I feel like the way you do it is is really yeah. positive and and people will listen to that for sure. Thank so, you. Yeah. Yeah. Have an amazing evening. It was nice to speak to you. Thank you. You too. And thank you everyone for listening as well. Um, You can find all of Mia's information in the description and also head over to our Instagram at a place to ponder um, for all of our links and tags. Any questions or anything, feel free to DM us. And yeah, thank you so much. (laughs)